welcome to Kicking a Java Style with Cassie. Just a short warning, you may want to turn your volume down just a little bit because of my speaker issues. These headphones seem a little loud. Plus, my rooster is going to crow at the intro of this podcast. I had to insert this warning. Finally, episode four of season three is finally getting recorded. We're at the crazy farm. Here, my rooster. I have been so busy and actually I've had computer issues and phone issues. So I'm hoping this records. I really need to get a new phone because something about the front speaker doesn't work right. So I'm hoping I can get the headset uh, going again and it will actually record this time. But anyways, I am outside having some coffee and my rooster is having a heyday. This summer has been crazy, crazy busy with cleaning homes, and so I really am just now getting to where I can breathe a little bit, and I'm excited about that. The air here in Oklahoma is starting to cool down, give us a little hint of what fall is going to be like, and so I can feel my energy beginning to increase as the temperatures drop. I love to go to the lake. I love to do cookouts, but I am not a summer person. It really affects my energy and my body. I get a lot of inflammation and stuff that I'm battling, uh, overcoming with changing my eating habits and uh, decrease in sugar and stuff. And so during that, the heat has just really, you know, played a number on me. So I am so excited about the cool temperatures that we are having today. I think it's like 66 degrees here in Oklahoma. So that's pretty awesome. So I've been thinking really a lot about all the media, all the social media posts, all the negative news, uh, you know, that's being spread from believers to those who don't really have faith and believe. And I keep going back to God's word saying that we needed to go into all the world and spread the good news of the gospel. And I'm starting to wonder what the heck we are up to, Christians, believers. Why are we spreading negative news all the time? Why are we talking about Biden? Why are we griping about masks? Why are we um, sharing all the conspiracy theories and all the doomsday messages? So that goes for myself, you know, just being convicted of sharing and griping about things online. Because, yes, we all have emotions. We all have thoughts right now that, uh, you know, we get upset. We're, We're not happy with the politics. We're not happy with, you know, what the other side is doing. But I think right now we should be focusing on the good news of Christ and on his love and on his truth. You know, sometimes truth, people take the truth as not loving them. Uh, It's the way you present it that really shows if you're loving them or not loving them. And seeing division amongst believers, arguing over masks, arguing whether we should have church or we should not have church. I mean, it's black and white. The Bible says, do not forsake the assembling together. As time draws near, we should gather more and more together to encourage one another. So there's no question whether we should be meeting or not. The question is, do we meet in a church building or do we meet in our homes? Do we meet with a group of 10 in 100 homes in the community so that we can be, you know, still under the guidelines? They can't stop you from meeting in their homes. And the day that that begins, then yes, we are in a situation where we will be fighting for our rights more than ever. But to just sit at home and stop meeting together, 
uh, out of fear of a virus or because the government is telling us that we can't go to church, we can't do that. We have got to assemble together. We've got to encourage one another. We need to go to coffee with our brothers, our sisters in Christ and, you know, talk about the Lord, talk about our day, talk about our things that we're overcoming, talk about the good things that are happening in our life. And it's just a time that, you know, people are getting more and more uh, distant from from human beings and from that connection. And even myself, uh, it's been hard for me to go, you know, out in the public because of maybe being fearful that someone's going to judge me because I don't have a mask on or, you know, just something crazy happen. Or then I start thinking, well, what if they do have the virus and they cough on me and, you know, I do have a mask on and the mask doesn't work. And it's just all these fearful thoughts that go through your head and we just can't go there. We have to be in uh, tune with God, in tune with his spirit, listen to when he says to go, listen to when he says stay home, listen to when he says make sure you have that mask on. You know, there's just all kinds of, of situations in our world right now where we have to recognize his voice. It, it might be just a small prompting. It's not going to be him screaming at you, hey, don't go into Walmart today. Uh, he could. I mean, it could be so urgent that he's screaming at you inside your head. But most of the time, it's just going to be a gentle thought like, yeah, let today do a pickup order. He might actually say, hey, today I want you to go inside. Maybe there's someone that needs to be around the peace that's in you. So we just have to listen to God's voice and just stay in tune with him and not make it into some kind of big deal where there's going to be a sign written in the sky because he's going to speak to you in your own voice in your head. Uh, he's going to speak to you through the written word. He's going to speak to you through uh, the rhema word, which is the voice you know, that's speaking gently to you, which is the Holy Spirit that lives inside of you because God, as the Holy Spirit, resides in you every day. If you are a believer, the moment you believed, the Holy Spirit took residency in your in your body, in your heart, in your mind. And, you know, I was talking to a friend yesterday about how sometimes I get upset when we're in a service and they say, let us usher in the presence of God. It's kind of a religious thing that gets said. When in reality, the presence of God walked into that room with you. What really, it's, it's a wording thing. They don't mean anything by that as far as like, they don't think that God's not living in you, but it's just a way that people say things. Reality is that it's getting less of us and letting him increase in us, meaning our thoughts get quiet. Uh, we stop thinking about negative things and we recognize that he is in us. And that's how the presence increases is because we decrease in our minds, um, like our thought patterns and quiet ourselves so that we can hear him so that we can fill him in our lives. And that's why we have to get quiet every day. We should take a moment to just get quiet and hear him and fill him in our lives and just shut out the noise because the noise will drown out his voice. If we don't get quiet before him, let's take a moment and hear from one of my sponsors. All right, so let's talk about what all's going on in my life as far as, I mean, we've talked about my business has been busy. You know I have chickens, obviously, because you heard my rooster. That was Van, the rooster. Um, he is a small little thing that I thought was a pullet and was going to be a hen and lay eggs for me, but ended up that he started having rooster behaviors, and I thought at first maybe he was just a hen that was 
trying to get the pecking order and was being um, a little confused until he started crowing. And then I was like, okay, yeah. So I have two roosters and two hens. Uh, I, I don't know why. I never thought I would be a chicken person, but I absolutely love my chickens. And I'm pretty sure I've shared before on the podcast, but in case you haven't heard, they are named after the Reba show. So I have a little red hen. Uh, she's a little fireball and she is perfectly named after Reba in the Reba show. And then I have the rooster that was Lori Ann, her best friend. But now Lori Ann has become Van, her son-in-law from the show. And then I have Barbara Jean and Brock and they are just hilarious actually. Last night we had a fellowship here at my house and had friends over and my, my daughter and son-in-law were here and it was just funny because we're outside eating and here comes the chickens and Barbara Jean, she's just like, she gets up and tries to eat out of my plate. She's ridiculous. But instead of having a dog out here underneath our feet, cause I had my dog in the house, I had a chicken that we had to keep shooing away. So it's just hilarious. But I get two eggs a day, um, not every day. And sometimes just one because Reba is still, getting in the flow of everything, but she hides the eggs. Like she, they free range during the day and she may lay it in the tomato plants and she may lay it on the porch and she might go in the coop, but she is still not laying on a consistent basis. But both of these hens lay tiny eggs, like little bitty eggs. So it takes a lot of them. So they're not for like a mass production of eggs. They're more, I guess my pets than anything, but here pretty soon there's going to be some changes that I'll be keeping you up to date on. Exciting things coming. And I will be getting at least four more. And they are going to be laying hens, bigger size ones. And they will be named after the Golden Girls. So I will have a Blanche, Sophia, Rose, and Dorothy uh, pretty soon. So I'm excited about that. And then I think the next set I get after that, because I plan on having three sets of them, will be the Lucy Bunch. So I'll have Lucy, Ethel, Ricky, and Fred. So yes, I name my chickens. And you know what? You could do the research. They actually learn their names. Uh, it's pretty neat. They they all have their own personalities. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, my daughter got me the crazy chicken lady coffee cup. So I guess that's what I've become. And I thought by the time I was 45, I'd be running a cattle ranch. That was my dreams. I had no idea I'd be running a chicken ranch. But you know what? We have to start somewhere, and I'm not going to give up on the fact that I will have land one day that I can have my own cattle. But I'm getting to watch my children, you know, in that dream and watch them begin to get their homes developed. And, you know, they have those goals as well. And so, you know, it's all good. One step at a time. I don't care how old you are. You're never too old to have dreams. You're never too old to work for those dreams. So don't give up on them. Well, I think I'm going to go ahead and shut this off for the day. I'm going to try to get back in a routine. Uh, I'm going to start blogging again. I'm excited about that. Uh, I've just gotten away from a lot of things for being so busy, and I believe the Lord is just really pulling me towards slowing down and trusting Him more because I think I have taken on too much work because of not putting my trust enough in the fact that my God is going to take care of me and no way do I think that we should not work and we should just be lazy and, and God's going to take care of us that way because he gave us hands to work, minds to create. And I'm believing for creative ideas 
that I can do things with my business where I can maybe teach people how to clean or do classes or something where I can make money with less physical work and less uh, taking up my time. So I'm just believing God for something to show me how to create things that make my life a little bit easier because I do deal with some of the physical issues. I think it's time for a little slowdown in my life. So I'm just believing for that and I can't wait to see what God does. And, you know, things might be tough right now out there, but you all just hold on because hold on to your faith and hold on to God's love because I'm telling you that even though things might get a little rougher at the end of this year, with the election, I know that God's using all of this junk that is going on in our world and in our country and in our home communities or wherever it is and in politics to wake up the church, for the church to begin to meet each other's needs, for the church to begin to love on each other and fellowship with each other. And there's scriptures that talks about separation between sheep and goats. And basically what that means is between those who truly hold on to the faith and those who are going to waver and walk away. And I pray that you hold on to the faith and do not walk away from God and his love during this time. That you do not get separated out from the body. That you stay connected. That you stay in fellowship with each other. Don't allow this attack of the enemy. Because it is a spiritual attack going on in this world. Don't allow it to take you away from what God has called you to be. Which is a child of God. All right, y'all, take care. God bless y'all. Uh, for blogs, recipes, encouraging words, go to dreamcatcher320.com. That's dreamcatcher320.com. Saddle up your horses.